0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. My name is John Kelly. Along with me tonight is my cohort in crime, Mister Jeremiah Stringer. How are you, man? Hey, dude. I'm doing great. I'm just here to represent the longest intro ever. I know. <laughs> I did like a five minute timer. I realized it, but it was good. It was good because I got to get some espresso to add to my coffee because I am in desperate need. Of some liquid energy tonight. Is my hat straight?
1: I think your hat is pretty well. Yeah, is it straight now? Straight.
0: Okay, good, good. That That's, looks good. For anybody who's I, new to the show, that is a problem I have. You <laughs> know,
1: <laughs> I I'm with you on the liquid uh, energy, dude. I need some liquid energy too. I went I went backpacking Friday and come back on Sunday, and then like I haven't stopped since then. I got I was working on a video. Had to catch up on the UK basketball and football games I missed. Then did they win all day today? They won, man. It is awesome. not. It's a rough time, or was a rough time, to be a Kentucky fan there for a, a few weeks, man. They lost three football games in a row. Lost their opening basketball game to Duke. Almost got beat by D two college in basketball.
0: Uh, it's a rough year for you guys, man.
1: Well, it's just getting started, man.
0: <laughs> well, hey, so uh, I'll show you a picture of what I was doing this weekend. This is uh, up in Pennsylvania. Oh, First snow of the year, that. man. First snow of the year. It yeah, was a good time, tarp. bro. Yeah, it was a good. good yeah, I, I got out the winter dream for this one. That little uh, Dyneema tarp is not good enough for this stuff. So uh, definitely got out the winter dream, man. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Got to meet ADK Woodswalker, a.k.a. Uh, Jay Morrison from New York. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah what what all did y'all do? You, and well, tell me about your backpacking trip.
0: Okay, so I was in I was in in Pennsylvania. I was speaking at a conference, and uh, when I got done on Sunday, uh, drove down and met up with five other guys, uh, Jay and his buddy John, and then Ben McMillan and a couple buddies of his. Um, and we just camped out. We uh, I think we hiked in like a, a, one and a half miles to this mm-hmm. site. And the one of the guys, John, uh the friend of Jay, that dude brought a rotisserie, a mechanical rotisserie that he put over the fire, and he cooked these one-inch, like, top sirloin steaks on it. <sighs> dude. And then he makes, like, these potatoes, right? This was not keto. Like... Normally I'm like oh, I can't do the potatoes, man. You know I'm doing the keto diet. And This time I was like, forget that, dude. I'm totally eating those potatoes. He, he he took those like like really expensive, fancy mini potato. You know I'm not I'm not fancy. I don't know what these things are called. But he put them. Yeah. He did them with like garlic, and did them in pork fat and butter, and and he put bacon in them. And dude, like Jason Wall is gonna have to learn from this guy. Oh, those are bold words. Dude, I'm just rotisserie steaks. Rotisserie steaks, man. I mean, I'm not kidding. I get to camp, and they're already over the fire.
1: Wow. Now that is some topside service, man.
0: Dude, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Okay, I got to put this up real quick. Midwest Backpacker said, "JK and Jeremiah joining Miyagi and me for the negative fifty this winter. Put it on your ticker, boys. That's the only place that would go is on the fake news ticker because I'm not going there."
1: Yeah, dude. I so I was backpacking and Rob Pelton was one of the people that was on this backpacking trip I was on, and
0: I know. Okay, so I want can I say something before you get too far into this? Yeah, go ahead. I'm a little irritated. Why? Because. I wanted to. I want to bike pack with Rob, and we were supposed to meet up at some point in the Red River Gorge. Then I found out he plans this trip when I'm going to be out of town,
2: and, uh, I, and
0: I think he did it on purpose. I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, there were no bicycles involved. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I need. So, to, I, I may just have to go to Minnesota. Is what's going to have to come down to? I may just have to go to Minnesota. Do you have a, a bike that you do bikepacking with? I've let got an e-bike. Let I got yeah, let e-bike. me guess. You're gonna you're gonna ride that
1: e-bike. No pedaling involved. No,
0: I used to have to pedal with this one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Like I you, think they you just well you yeah, it if like it's a motorcycle. flat. Like if it's flat it does that. But once you go up hills, dude, you gotta you gotta pedal. Well, it does pedal assist, but it doesn't it doesn't go up hills like that.
1: Oh I thought it was just like a motorcycle, except a bicycle.
0: No, no. Not the one I've got. Even like the the ones that uh they have at hilltop packs, it's still pedal assist going up the going up hills.
1: Man, I don't want pedal assist. I want pedal for
0: me. Oh, dude. Dude, it's so good. All right. Well, yeah. let me tell you. Tell me about so, this trip. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like. No, you're good. I, I wasn't even going to I see even gonna tell you.
1: Yeah, hey, I was going to tell you about uh, Rob. He was telling me, you know, they went on this winter backpacking trip. And him and Jeremy and a bunch of those guys, Miyagi. And it was in the deep negatives. And we were talking about, like, what is the coldest temperature not just backpacking, but period, that we have been out in. And I got to say, I did not feel like much of a man. What was yours? I think that mine is probably like either whenever I was a kid and there was a giant like winter storm, or like most recently I went to the gorge during the polar vortex that hit us a couple of years ago, and it got down to like 12, 14 degrees, and I was out in it. But those guys in the negatives – any any of those people up north, like Rob's telling me, uh, you know, his day job, he's out in the cold all the time, and he's like, some days, the high is like negative 10 degrees, Yeah, and you just go out, and you got to
0: walk your dog, and you know, you live life in those temperatures. That was Wisconsin, dude. When I lived in Wisconsin, it was like that. Yeah, they just have, and the, here's the worst part about that kind of weather up there, okay? We lived around Lake Michigan, so we got crap tons of snow, right? It just snowed uh-huh. all the time, and- one of the worst parts about it would be you'd get all this snow, and you would you would shovel it all off of your driveway and off your sidewalk, and then, then the trucks would come along to clean off the roads, and they'd throw all that stuff back on your driveway and all over your sidewalk. And you'd have to go out, and it was harder because this was all like the chunks of stuff that are really big, so it was twice uh-huh. as hard to get it all cleaned off after that.
1: Now... Are you held liable if you, like, live in a neighborhood and it's got
0: sidewalks and you don't clean off the sidewalk? It it wasn't my neighborhood. I don't know if it it was other places, but, dude, it, uh, yeah. So what happens
1: if somebody falls and it's icy there and you didn't clean it off, can can they sue you? Yeah, they can sue you. But how likely is it that they're going to win that lawsuit? Dude, it's the United
0: States. You'll lose. (laughs) <laughs> Someone sues you. You're getting. You're gonna lose. I just. I just go under that assumption. So I just don't want to get sued. Um, the yeah, coldest I've true. ever been. The coldest I've ever been was negative uh, 30 wind chill on top of Kilimanjaro in 30 mile an hour winds. That oh. was. That was the coldest I've been. That was pretty cold, and that's why I refused to go do the ultimate cold thing with all those Minnesota and Wisconsin boys. Because that I, I had my taste of cold. I'm good. I'm like
1: so. It was negative thirty wind chill mm-hmm. and negative thirty temperature.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know what the actual temperature was. So there was a one of the porters had a thing that was measuring it and all he told us was negative thirty wind chill.
1: So the wind chill, does that literally measure the temperature of the air that's blowing through? I guess. I wonder how that affects your um you're like, you know how you look on your weather app and it's like it's actually fifty eight degrees, feels like fifty two, and there's a wind chill of whatever. I wonder how much that really affects it. How do they even know this stuff? I kind of feel like it's just made up, you know? The weatherman is just like,
0: uh, ah, it's kinda like this. Dude, check this out. This is this is this is a true statement, okay? Midwest backpacker just said nothing like the freezing of your nose hair freezing or the feeling nothing of your, like your nose hair feeling. freezing. Dude, that's for real, man. Like you walk outside and you're south for like a minute or two and your your nose hairs are completely frozen. It's unreal, and then let's see. We got Trey Sumner says I've seen highs of negative thirty five or lower for seven days. And where are you from, Trey? That is insane. That's nuts. And and these guys are saying that the city will shovel your sidewalk and bill you.
1: Oh, you you don't
0: clean it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd almost rather pay for it. (laughs) This is funny. Uh, up here, when you see the lawyers outside the courthouse, it's so cold that they keep their hands in their own pockets. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really good. Uh, and then, uh, who's the guest tonight? JK or JS? Well, Jeremiah is totally the guest tonight. No. i say it's equal part guest, equal part toast. Oh, wow. I feel this so special This is America. Now. I feel so special. Yeah. So, what did you guys eat, man? What did you guys eat when you were out there in the woods? Well, everybody brought different stuff. And I'm not going to lie, I
1: brought some dehydrated stuff, but everybody brought some dehydrated stuff. I brought, um, for the first night, that peak refuel, the the one that you are telling me to bring, what's it called? I think it's the sweet pork and rice. Oh, yeah, yeah, pork. that one's really good. Yeah, I brought that, and then somebody there told me to put it on a tortilla. And they're like, eat that sucker like a burrito, bro. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. And it's pretty good. Mm. I, ate, I ate one as a burrito. But, you know, you get tired of tortillas. Like, the trip was over, and they wanted to go to Miguel's. So we went, and then they're like, what are you going to get? And I'm like, I'm definitely not getting a burrito. I am so tired of tortillas. <laughs> you know, I I brought tortillas for lunch, didn't even eat them. That's funny. Yeah, That's Chris. Funny. You
0: know, did did, uh, did uh, Rob bring his trail tacos?
1: No, he didn't bring any trail tacos, but everybody did bring like different stuff and we kind of let each other try. I brought some bourbon balls.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, we were in Kentucky Louisville. for everybody, huh? Yeah. You know, I didn't bring any
1: actual bourbon, but I brought the bourbon balls, you know, being here in Kentucky. Oh, we yeah. were in Louisville and I was like, I'm going to get a sampler of bourbon balls. And they were made from all kind, all different distilleries around Kentucky. You know, nice. And then I got like, Twenty four of them, but I probably ate half of them. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> he was there the second day. He's like, "Hey man, uh, break out those leftovers from last night too." And I was like, "What leftovers?" He's like, "The bourbon balls." I was like, "The bourbon balls, dude. Those were eaten before
0: I went to bed last night." Are you kidding? <laughs> this me? Is they like gonna last? I remember when I first moved to Kentucky and somebody asked if I wanted one of those. They didn't tell me what it was. They just kind of assumed I knew it. To me, they look like buckeyes.
2: Yeah, which, which they are do, chocolate. Kinda.
0: Just looks like chocolate and peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I took a bite out of that thing, and my eyes, like, like 100 feet wide, like, what is this? Because I had no idea that's what that <laughs> was. I didn't know that was a Kentucky thing, but apparently, like, of course, now I know, but back then, I had no idea what the heck that was. It was just like, dude, that thing just lit me up. I don't even know what it is.
1: Yeah, for those that don't know, it's basically a Buckeye ball, but without the peanut butter, it's got some mixture of whatever, but at least some bourbon. And some of those ones that I tried, some were a little stouter, but
0: mostly, for the most part, it's like it's just like a normal dessert. Okay, so we got some answers to some things we were asking earlier. It looks like Trey Sumner's lives in North Dakota. Oh, yeah, it's cold up there. Yeah, I've like- been to North Dakota, man. It gets stupid hot in the summer, and it gets stupid cold in the winter. Like, it gets up to around 100 degrees sometimes in the summer in North Dakota, and it like gets wicked cold. To uh, quote my Canadian friends.
1: Yeah, I started to say North Dakota, that's like half Canada, half <laughs> U.S., <laughs> you know? Well, it's South not quite Dakota. Montana. It's
0: not quite Montana.
1: No, not quite. South Dakota, dude. I'm wanting to check out South Dakota. Tim Buckley, yeah, backpacking with Buckley. I don't know if you know of his channel, but oh, he was yeah. on this trip. And he was so cool to hang out with. And I would
0: love to go check out South Dakota where he lives. Dude, he is genuinely one of the nicest guys. Like, oh, it's sweetheart. He's he's a good guy. And then uh let's see. Then Karen Griswold explained uh wind chill for us. Uh the a good approximation of wind chill temperature can be found by multiplying the wind speed by 0. 0.7 then subtracting that value from the air temperature. Gee.
1: <laughs>
0: that I guess that's the algorithm that'll spit it back out to you. I guess she googled it so she knows what's up. Um, let's see, what else do we have down here? Rich Stamper made it. Miguel's is the best. Yeah, you know,
1: I was the last to get my food. It always happens to somebody, it has to, and there was a a number of us, and everybody else was pretty much done eating, and then here come my cinnamon toast, the French toast. But then they all just got to sit there enviously and watch me eat this just like rush of sugar.
0: See, we had, we had such a short hike out this morning mm-hmm. that we went to a local restaurant. So we found a mom-and-pop place and, yeah. and had what, breakfast. What'd you get? Oh, dude, I, I, got, I got eggs and bacon and sausage, you know, the typical keto breakfast. Went full keto on it. Oh. Yeah, man, you should have seen some of the stuff these guys had. What, two of the guys got a garbage plate. You know what a garbage what's plate a, is, right? No, what's a garbage plate? A garbage plate's like potatoes, uh, eggs, sausage, bacon tomatoes, peppers, onions, like basically anything they put in any of their breakfasts, uh-huh. they just cook it up and put it into one big thing, like a pile of food, and they call it a garbage plate. so really request?
1: Good. You request that? Or it's, you on just their, gets it's on the their leftovers.
0: menu. It's on their menu. Huh. Like they cook it all up right there. It's not like they just grab it from like people's leftovers and then put it in
1: there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of gross. That's what I thought. I was like, hmm, you know, right now we're grilling up an omelet over here. We got some sauce, <laughs> and then you just take a little bit from each, you know?
0: People are getting their the omelets garbage. and like, where's a third of my omelet? Where'd it go? <laughs> it's on the garbage plate, bro. I, ben just said it was 25 this morning. We got up at PA, NPA. so it was, you know, it was a little chilly this morning. I don't know what's happened with Kentucky, but
1: dude, I went from like riding my motorcycle every day to work to every day I wake up, I have to start my truck and let it warm up. I don't know. It's because you lost all like, that weight, bro. <laughs> It's, not, it's You lost all the way. that weight, so you get cold too easy. No, it's the fall, man. The fall just completely fell right in. Just and the day the daylight savings time didn't help either, but I won't complain about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's nice out right now. I kind of like it. Like, but it was weird the snow because like I, I literally drove an hour away into West Virginia and there was no snow. You know what I mean? Like, it just all hit right there. So. It's a Pennsylvania curse, man. I guess, man. That's where you're at, right? Yeah, I was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. What did you? Uh, the only time I've ever backpacked
1: in Pennsylvania was Oil Creek. I drove by Oil Creek actually on my way out. Yeah. What did y'all hit up? Is it a secret spot? Not allowed to no, tell anybody. No,
0: it's like the T T bolt trail. I think was what it was called. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was in the. I think it was the Pennsylvania State Forest is what it was called. I could be wrong about that. If Ben's still on here, he can tell us what it actually was called. But. I think that's what it was called. Man, Oil
1: Creek, if you haven't been there in the wintertime, they got those huts, like the shelters and the fireplaces, uh, and they stock it with wood. So you can literally just like go up and get as much wood as you need.
0: Are you serious? They yeah. stock it for you?
1: It's like a giant shed of wood. You know, it's like stacked, I don't know how many... Dude, that's awesome. ...cords deep. I mean, it's... So you didn't have yeah. to
0: split any wood or anything like that?
1: No, they did have a mall there, so if you needed to split it, you could. Yeah. And we probably did have to split some of it to get it started, but yeah. no, dude, I want to go back this winter when there's going to be a snow on, but I think
0: that I'll sleep in the shelter if, as long as there's not a bunch of snoring. I'm surprised how close that is to us, because when I drove from, uh, like when I got to Hilltop Packs, Hilltop Packs was like 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour from where we were camping. Uh-huh. It was only like five and a half hours to get home.
1: Yeah, it I got. It wasn't that long of a trip. Well, when we went, we woke up and there were like inches of snow on. So I that, watched.
0: I watched one of your all's videos and you two in the in in the snow and ice. Hey, don't panicking. make fun of me. Don't make fun of me. It was the funniest thing, man. It was the funniest thing watching you two panic in the in the snow and ice. That was really funny. Ben says it was called the. Uh, Quebec Run Trail System. That's what we were doing. We were in that. I look at look at what Ruben posted. Can you uh, put that up? Do we want to? Yeah. Do, do we, he's the one I think is trying to get us to, to say it. Do we fall for it? Oh. We do make him wait? Oh, is he part of the over under? Uh, he I might be. I, I don't know. If, I don't. He might be artificially trying to get us to talk about something so he can win a bet. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to go there for him. You want to open that can of worms up later? We'll open that can of worms up later. We'll open
1: that up <laughs> so, later. So I tried out the Duplex L. Yeah? Duplex L. I still can't really get the name down. It doesn't quite roll off my tongue. It's not duplex the Duplex L. XL.
0: It's just the Duplex, duplex L. Duplex
1: L. Duplex L. Duplex XL. Du... I'm looking How it do up right that? now. Duplex, duplex XL. L. Duplex XL. No, there's not an extra X in there. They capitalize the X at the end. And then they put a capital L next to it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, look it up. I'm looking it up right now because now you got me. You got me curious about it. So Z Packs is a a cottage brand, I guess. If you still consider just call it that. the Duplexel. The Duplexel, that's a good name. We're gonna start it. calling
0: it that. It's the Duplexel.
1: Well, I tried it out. They're they're like a cottage company. I say I use that term loosely. I think I don't really. We talked before about the cutoff on what cottage is. They're starting to get big. They're they're pretty pretty good size. You know, they do good and i tried that out both nights on this trip tent thumbs up it's literally like the duplex except longer i think it might be a tad more narrow oh yeah which i don't mind at all i would rather have like the the length over the width but when i say a little extra narrow it's probably almost not noticeable and it could just be an optical illusion it may just be longer so it
0: looks slightly more narrow that's probably what it is i can look and find out what we're talking so you like the tent though i i love the tent i'll tell you
1: what i don't love is that dynema doesn't pack down as well like you're not no, that's my first piece of dynema and i got to say i stored that tent on the outside of my backpack oh yeah i had I had room inside for it or would have had room if I wasn't bringing so much, like, food to share. Because I also, I brought, we stopped at Subway. You know that Subway and Slade? They're the exact same width, just so you know. Oh, well, there you go. Sorry. 86.5. Exact 86.5 with
0: vestibules. Yep.
1: And, well, I stopped at Subway, too. Nobody else stopped at Subway. But I stopped at Subway and got me a sub to eat for lunch the second day. And I was like, do y'all sell those cookies in bulk? She's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Give me two dozen of them. <laughs> Give me every flavor you got." And took those out there. So that took up quite a bit of room in my backpack. So
0: you took them out there and you ate them all by yourself and just laughed at everybody?
1: I only ate half of them, just like the bourbon balls. <laughs> the other
0: <laughs> I made sure everybody got at least one before I started munching down. Dude, I I, I forgot. I got to check out uh Hilltop Packs. Oh, what's it like in there, man? Dude, it's awesome. Look, at it. I got a couple uh couple pounds of coffee while I was there so oh, what
1: what's your roast, what uh, kind of roast guy are you? the two
0: i got were tanzania and ethiopian it's called the black the backcountry blend and uh-huh. it's a it's a medium roast and then i got a dark roast it's called bucktown elbow and it's uh sumatra and ethiopia and but this one right here those? was roasted today
1: uh smells amazing doesn't it oh, being yeah, in there I
0: mean, i'm making this i'm making this tonight probably after i get off of here I got so much man. work to catch up on for being gone since Friday. So, how late are you staying up tonight? I'll uh, probably till at least three or four o'clock in the morning. I'm kidding. I'm not actually gonna make that coffee tonight. That was just Good a joke. Good
1: really that. Yeah, I bet that you're exhausted, man. how How far did you have to drive? You said
0: uh, today was five and a half hours, but Jay and John had to drive eight. Uh, guess how far Buckley had to drive, dude? Ali, him and like, Rob, forever. I mean I think it was fifteen hours plus. That's just probably for Rob.
1: That's probably well, not
0: for that's probably not for uh Buckley. He, he had to go even further, didn't he? He's actually in North Dakota, right? South. South Dakota still. I mean that's that's a lot of hours, man. I always feel guilty, you know, like whenever
1: I go on trips and people have to travel that long and then like I'll go home, take a shower, like I, I watched that UK game, you know, ate some dinner. Spent some time with Bridget, worked on YouTube, and then texted them. And I was like, man, they're still they're not driving. even halfway home. I
0: mean, they're, they're going to hit the halfway point soon. Listen, man, listen, here's the thing. They're adults, they're capable of making their own decisions. And that was a decision they made. So you got to honor yeah. it. You just got to honor it, man. This is what they wanted. Maybe they like the road trip, bro. Maybe they like the long road trip. Maybe. Some I definitely would have flown. Some people dig that. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'd rather fly probably. What's the cutoff on the flying?
1: Like, you know, let's say that you, let's say you live in Lexington, Kentucky, but your flight's out of Cincinnati. So you got at least an hour or two drive. You also had to pay for parking. You had to get there early. You had to fly, pick up a rental car, blah, blah, blah.
0: What's the cutoff on driving? How many hours away? I think if it's more than 10 hours, I would consider flying. Maybe 12 Let- hours, maybe 12 hours. W- but would you go less? What do you mean? Would you go less than 10? If I was flying with somebody else. Because then it's like fun because you're actually with somebody. But if I'm going to fly by myself, I don't want to fly if I don't have to. I don't have to deal with all the hassle of trying to get a rental car and getting someone to pick me up or something. You know what I mean? Like, It's just easier for me to drive somewhere and get there.
1: Yeah, it's funny because the flights aren't really the bad part. It's all the other crap that, that's necessary for flying.
0: The flying's easy. Like, you just get in a plane and sit there. But, like, it's the getting to the airport, paying for your car to park it if someone doesn't bring you and drop you off. And then the person you're backpacking with, are they going to pick you up from the airport or do you have to get your own rental car? And I just don't want to deal with all that if I don't have to.
1: And besides Kilimanjaro, did you, have you flown on other backpacking trips? I think no. I've only done two or three.
0: I haven't actually. I just I've driven to all mine so far.
1: They they make those um I don't know if other companies do, but like Osprey has a backpack for your backpack. Yeah, so I've got like I had strap.
0: one. Yeah, I had one when I went to uh that when I went down to Kilimanjaro, I actually used one for that. That's gotta be the way to go. Yeah. Cause you can throw everything in that. Like literally throw everything in it. It's like a big duffel bag.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just afraid that the airline will lose my bag, and then I get there, and I'm like, "Well, guess I'm not taking this backpacking trip because there's no way." That may be the good time to do that whole Walmart funny backpacking thing, trip challenge.
0: Funny thing, uh, they did lose mine when I went to Kilimanjaro. So <laughs> it's a true that's story. like worst worst that, case scenario, man. Being that, on another continent. Have I told this story on here before about losing? I, like, I don't know. Okay, like if if I've already told this story, I apologize for people who have already heard it, but. So I we float we flew down to to Tanzania where Kilimanjaro is, and um, we flew from Cincinnati to Paris, from Paris to Kenya, from Kenya to Tanzania. So that's that was kind of the flights along the way. And uh, I get to Tanzania, and I decide just, just let everybody else go through. I'm kind of taking my time walking through. Uh, I pay for my visa, come out the other side, go to look at the uh, luggage, and some guy standing there goes, "Don't even bother looking. It's not there." And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, they lost almost all of our luggage. Everybody? Like, there was like four or five of us that they lost our luggage. And uh, so I, I walked up, and I, I talked to the guy, and uh, he go, I told him my name and gave him all my information, what my bag looked like, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and he goes, he goes, okay, I will email. And I'm like, you're going to email? Like, that's not going to do anything? He goes, well, we will email. I'm trying to talk like I'm – I'm not going to try and talk like I'm from Tanzania. i feel like I sound terrible <laughs> like a jerk doing that. But so like so like he tells me this, and I'm thinking I'm going to be hiking up Kilimanjaro and a pair of Chacos and some cheap shorts I got from Walmart. This is going to be great, you know, like no backpack. And uh, so I get to where I was staying the night, and they had gear you could rent. And so I had some gear set aside so if they didn't have mine, I would have this really crappy gear that I could use. And, I mean, it, I had boots that were the wrong size and pants that were, like, way too big, even for someone of my size. And, like, it was just all this, like, like patched-together gear that I had. I had it all ready, and then we start driving out to, uh, to the beginning of the trail. And uh, we get there to the airport, and I'm just walking and going, please, 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 please have my stuff. And sure enough, dude, it was sitting right there. So do you think you could have done it? if you had to wear that other gear, or would you have had to have dropped out at some point, probably? I don't think I would have had it dropped out, but it would have been kind of miserable at points. It really would have been. Because, like, <clears throat> I had like I'd gotten a bunch of gear that was intentional for each part of the trip, because when you do Kilimanjaro, especially when we did it, like, I didn't realize, like, June is winter down there. Yeah. So, like, we had to get, like, gear for basically, like, a light tropical climate all the way through to arctic temperature temperatures. And so I had all this gear for each temperature change. And uh yeah, if I wouldn't have had myself, I would have survived. I mean, I probably would have still done it. But there were probably parts of it I'd been absolutely miserable for. Oh, for so, sure. Did but you I made see it. This, uh,
1: yeah, you made it out alive, man. Celebrate yeah, on dude. top.
0: Yeah, dude, it was awesome. It Did was you see awesome. this
1: comment by Sarah? She says, "New backpacker here. Question for you both." How long did it take you before your gear is dialed in to where it was comfortable? It depends on which gear. Let's say uh, just shelter first. Shelter? Shelter's a biggie. Yeah. At what point your shelter dialed in where it's actually comfortable?
0: About a year after I got my hammock. Uh, when did you get your first hammock? I got it in the fall of 2019.
1: Yeah, so you feel like it's dialed in now.
0: Yeah, like if if you mean like dialed in, dialed in, like to where I could just set it up, I'm done. I get in it, and I'm very happy. Like that's that's where I'm at with that. I never liked my tent. Like we've talked about this before. I had a big Agnes Fly Creek, and mm-hmm. it felt like I was getting in a doghouse every time because of where the door was, and I just didn't like the way. I just didn't like the tent. Like, but, you had to sleep in it one time, <laughs> so you yeah, understand. I feel like that that is more of a preference, though. Well, yeah. So but it was definitely not dialed in
1: for me. I don't think that the doghouse door is necessarily
0: a good or bad thing. It wasn't so much just the doghouse door. It was like that was one of the things. You know what I mean? Like that's true. It was just like that was the beginning of it. So I already didn't like that part. And then I just didn't like the way it was laid out. The vestibule was kind of weird. Um I don't know. It's not I didn't like the tent very much. And then um I just don't like sleeping on the ground that much. Like, if I'm just being honest, I just don't like sleeping on the ground. I like sleeping in a hammock way better. I sleep way better when I'm in a hammock, too. So it took Here's me one. it took me a couple of years to get that figured out. Well, I still – I'm going to take the humble um,
1: answer here and say I don't think that I have my gear dialed in to where it's at, like, optimal comfort. But I think one of the biggest reasons is because – where I'm, I test out so much different gear. Like, if I never did any YouTube videos, nothing like that, and just, like, picked something and worked on it until I absolutely perfected it for me, I feel like I could do that in a year. But, you know, you're always trying different hammocks and
0: different setups and different tins and different pads. Here's my but biggest Here's, the, here's the thing for me, though. Here's the thing for me, though. If you've noticed, I've never done... A tent review, a sleeping pad review, because once I got the hammock I liked, mm-hmm. I have not even tried other things. Like, I'm actually hopefully getting a tent here soon to try out, and it'll be the first time I've slept in a tent since 2019, because I've just not had the desire to. Like, once I got in that hammock and I, f- I, was, I was able to sleep comfortably, I was like, I'm done. Like, I, this is what I want. I'm, I'm happy. But I know there's some places I want to go backpacking where you can't do a hammock, so... I'm gonna start delving into Shelterland again and seeing what I can find as far as a tent. I, I mean, I've got, I've got a Nemo Tensor sleeping pad. I've had it since 2018, and it's cool. Um, but I just don't have a reason to like, like now I do all kinds of other gear. Like if you were asking me if I have my, I don't have my my backpack dialed in because I don't know which backpack I like the best at this point. Because I'm trying. I've got three different ones. I'm playing around with. I've got my ohm 2.0 that I love. I've got my uh, Chicken Tramper uh, 45UL, and then I've got the new Waymark uh, Waymark Light, the framed one. And that one I'm still working on because I've only taken it out on, on like two trips so far. And I want to yeah. get it. I didn't bring it on this last one just because I knew how the Chicken Tramper was going to carry, and I wanted to wait on that one. So I'm going to, I need to play with it more but I'm, I'm still trying to get the backpack dialed and to see what I like the best. I know I don't like frameless packs. Ben Ben McMillan and I were talking about that. Oh, Ben says, uh, it's impossible to fall out of a tent.
1: I have fallen out of a hammock,
0: for sure. See, I've, I've literally never done that, so.
1: I I sat past it, you know what I mean? Like, you try to sit down yeah. in it, but you sit past it, and you just literally, like, fall out the back. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the hammock's fault.
0: There's, like, a user error that's really funny, man. That's really funny. Um, I was also gonna say uh, Ben McMillan. Boo. See, we had this conversation about frameless packs earlier today. I told Ben. He said, "You guys need to make frameless packs." He's like, "No." So, I lost. Um, <laughs> but uh, but in all seriousness, like I've never fallen out. But I did hear that that Jason Waugh fell through his, like his wore out finally.
1: Oh yeah, I was there to witness it on our kayaking trip. Oh man. He went all oh. the way through. So this you remember when me, you, Josh and Jason were in that trip we're on that trip and uh we stayed on the shelter near that camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh Alan Ford.
1: Yeah. So when we stayed there, you remember that was like my first night in the hammock and Jason was like, I'll bring his hammock and you can try it out. And it you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, well that that hammock is the one that he brought on this trip that we just got back from over the weekend. And it was still too short for him. And he deserved (laughs) he deserved every second of it. All of it. I hope that he
0: had calf ridge the whole night. You know what I mean? If you're
1: watching this,
0: you deserve it. (laughs) He's
1: not watching. He's not
0: watching. He loves us, but he never watches us. He of, does. He does watch. He just doesn't watch it live. Oh, that's true. He does watch it later. That's true. Yeah, he's actually responsible and gets up early in the morning and stuff. Um, <laughs> I actually got to take out my uh, my zero degree underquilt this week. Oh, which, how warm was that, oh, man? It was awesome, dude. I was. It was awesome. I slept so warm last night. Like I felt great. It's funny though. Like you know this, but like when you're when it's really cold out and it was it was humid too. Like. You know what I mean? Like, when it's cold and humid, because for, like, mm-hmm. I think we stood around the campfire in the rain for, like, an hour or two, like, eating and hanging out, and mm-hmm. because of the trees overhead, it just kind of dripped on us, but we all got soaked, and, uh, but when I went to bed that night, when you start breathing, the front part of your quilt just gets soaked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And overnight, it turns to ice. Yeah. Well, it didn't turn to ice last night, which is good, um... But I found out if I keep my, my top quilt cool, like on my chest for a while, if it uh-huh. gets really cold, by the time I go to put it over my head, it's already warm, so I don't get all that condensation on the inside of the thing. Because I'm short, so I can do that. And it keeps my face warm. So you do full over face If it gets really cold. If it gets really cold.
1: You know, I, I'm using that. Um, well, the sleeping bag that I used on this last trip was the Nemo. And it is fifty. It's a fifteen
0: degree bag, and it has like a draft collar. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and Ben. Ben just put on here. I've worn out the bottom of my tent before. Still didn't fall out of my tent. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true, Ben. But sometimes you got to make sacrifices. And
1: for the record, Jason slept in a tent that night after after he fell through his hammock.
0: I mean, he didn't really have much of a choice, did he? No, no. <laughs> there, he had no way. What was I saying? I don't know. I mean, this is the most this is the most random live stream we've ever done. If you guys have any questions, like throw some questions out there, man. We'd love to like answer questions and stuff. Man,
1: I was gonna tell you about something. Oh yeah, the Nemo. So I was using the Nemo tensor pad. Warm is the Alpine. But my my sleeping bag, I need to wash it. Like you know how he, If you use it for so long and then the down that you lay on top of really gets compressed, yeah, yeah, and And it gets all the oil
0: in it and stuff, and it like,
1: yeah, so then you like turn on your side just a little bit, but you can kind of feel like, uh, you kind of feel like you're still getting a cold spot. Oh, Bridget, my wife, I guess she is using up the bandwidth on the internet now, watching this. I'm just kidding, (laughs) (laughs) she's watching the live stream. We upgraded the internet, I'm here live today.
0: That's awesome, no glitch. Hopefully so, neither one of us is uh T Pain today. Yeah, I hope not. She says what
1: what we been your favorite trips ever and why? She fixed underneath has. Oh, sorry, I'm an idiot. What has been your favorite trips ever and why? That's a really good question. But before I answer it, I want to finish telling about my uh my sleeping bag. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm going to throw so, my wife a bone, and then I'm going to take it back.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, we'll talk about it here in just a second. But the draft collar, I like to put it over my head sometimes if it's really cold, but then I feel like I'm smothering to death. Really? I, yeah. You don't ever feel like your air just gets trapped in there, no. and then you're not getting enough oxygen. It's all like carbon dioxide that you're breathing out. Nope. That's what happens to me.
0: Yeah. That's, I've never heard that in my life. I mean, I'm assuming it's a real thing because you said it and you don't lie to me, so.
1: Somebody help me out in the comments. Back me up here. You almost, you woke up because you just couldn't breathe enough because you had your face covered.
0: Yeah. I guess. Hey, real quick, I'm gonna, I want to answer this one question. Oh, there it is. Where'd it go? There it is. Okay, again, new backpacker here. LOL, do R values stack? Yes, they do. R values do yeah, stack. Like do. If you've got a. Whether it's sleeping pads or sleeping bags or quilts, they well, do stack.
1: There's diminishing return. It's not like you take a 3.0 and a 2.0 and you stack them, and then it's a 5.0. It doesn't no, work like no, that. No, not like that. But but they do. If you took a 3.0 and stacked a 2.0 under it, you are going to get a higher R value. You're just not going to get the full benefit of both.
0: You're just you're just adding insulation between you and the ground. Yeah, yeah. So Bridget asked uh, our favorite trips, and Jeremy asked
1: this question on this trip that we were on over the weekend. So John, I'll let you, I'll let you tell me what was your favorite trip. Well, if you've already
0: answered it this weekend, why don't you go first so I can think about it?
1: Oh, okay. Jeremiah, well, Kilimanjaro is not on the table, and And long neither is the Long Trail. Long Trail
0: cannot be on the table. Okay, cool. As long as we got that figured out.
1: So you know as well as I do it is so hard to pick a favorite trip because especially if you've had even a few epic ones, they're all different. You know, just like we've asked triple crowners, which one was the best or your favorite and then they're going to give the same answer. But if, if we're going to throw some like qualifications on there, if you said the best like views and that kind of stuff, I'd have to say probably when we went to Colorado and Like, everywhere you look, you could walk for miles, but still see almost a 360 view around you of, like, snow-capped mountains up at 14,000 feet, 13,000 feet. Um, You could see the alpine lakes. You could see the city below, the ski slopes. I mean, it is hard to beat the views that I saw in uh, Colorado in the Holy Cross wilderness, but... I have to say, um, if we take off that qualification, it's got to be the Foothills Trail. That was a very special trip that I got to go on with Bridget, and she got a, a true taste of what you know. Is that when you made your mouth. wife cry? Which trip? <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason says he always tells people, you know, Jeremiah, he'll take his uh, his wife on these backpacking trips, and she cries. You make her cry, and I'm always like, not every time, man. Just you know. Most of the time. Just most it's of the always, time. <laughs> it's always my fault, man. I always do something wrong. Get into some kind of terrain that, that we shouldn't have got in. Or She's not disagreeing with on. us
0: right now. I'm just yeah, pointing that see, out. She She does. <laughs> Look at the smiley face. What about yours, John? Oh man, a couple. I I got a I got a few. It's hard to it's hard to decide. One was um back in twenty
1: nineteen. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, me and a buddy just uh we went out to Virginia. And we hiked different sections. Uh, to, there was a there were a couple of waterfalls we went and saw, and then we hiked up to McAfee Knob uh, on the AT, and that view from McAfee Knob is awesome. Like it is really really cool. And I don't know if it's McAfee or McAfee. I've heard everybody say it different ways, but uh, that view is awesome. You've probably seen pictures of it. It's like it looks like Lion King. Like you got this giant rock jutting out, and everybody sits on the end of it and looks into the out to the view in the valley and everything have you seen that
1: yeah but they do like kind of like a an illusion you don't get get everything in the picture so it looks like yeah you know yeah. if you dropped off there you're dropping a thousand feet i know well, you you're are cars. dropping a
0: thousand feet if you fall off of it it's 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 up it's up pretty high but it's it's beautiful man that was a really cool spot and then this this spring uh when i went to uh, pictured rocks that's beautiful man like uh, we got the perfect weather for that. Like upper 60s, 70s during the day. And uh, the water was like this blue green the whole time. And I mean, you've seen pictures from it. It was ridiculous, man. It was just absolutely one of the most beautiful trips I've ever been on. So did that, you see was, the video? that was a what good What's did that? You see that video, did you see that video of the rocks falling off the side of the cliff? Yeah. The I did see that. How crazy is that, man? I think I was standing on that cliff at some point when it fell not well obviously not when it fell i'd be dead but uh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but i like when we went on the hike we went like a few weeks before that happened and or maybe it was a week before it happened i can't remember but like i remember standing out there in that area so there's a good chance like that could have happened and i would be dead right now and then it would be the backpacking podcast with jeremiah stringer and jason wall
1: well not for long you see what carl says where's that Wh- which one
0: Says uh covering your face. While you sleep kills the brain cells so you don't notice a change in cognitive ability. Dude, I barely have any brain cells to begin with. That explains me. It explains so much. Explain oh look at this. Karen Karen's the Google lady. Well what do you know? The R value will add of your different layers. If you wear layer A with R five and layer B with R two point five, the overall insulation value will be R point seven five. That that may be true with
1: layers if you like putting on a jacket or like stacking sleeping bags, but there is a hundred percent, I will die on this hill. Sorry, Karen. I will die on this hill because if you, if you just think of like the thermal dynamics of, of like literally the physics of it, then you're going to lose as you go through the layers, you're going to lose some energy transfer. Now, am I making all this up? We'll never know unless Karen uh
0: Googles it. But you <laughs> gotta think but, but think of it this way too then. Just using your logic, that means also the cold is gonna lose energy transfer along the way. No, you don't
1: there's no such thing as like giving cold. There's only taking heat. Like if if we if you have a cold hand and I have a warm hand, yeah, you don't make my hand cold. I mean you do if you argue the semantics of it, but in all actuality you're you're pulling
0: heat from me. I'm but not getting that, cold. Wouldn't the distance from the heat make it harder to pull the heat away. What? Well, you said it pulls heat. I'm just saying would it would it like would it not wouldn't it be harder to pull that heat away if it's further away from the heat? I don't I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying there's a transfer of heat. You just said like we I, you just said we shake hands. Like yeah, I would the cold is actually pulling the heat away from your hand.
1: I'm saying that I'm transferring warmth to you. You're not transferring cold to me. Okay. So, like the, I'm. You're not really losing energy. I'm with Ben right, right now. <laughs> I, my, uh,
0: science makes my head hurt. Long story short,
1: you like whenever you stack
0: those. Oh, things- but if you trap air between the insulation layers, you're adding to the R value. And according to Joel Koss, the answer's 42. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. We knew this the yeah. whole time.
1: Yeah, Joel's been reading Hitchhiker's
0: Guide. <laughs> smart. <laughs> That's
1: smart. That's effective in the backpacking world. He better be carrying his towel. With Gotta him. bring. Yeah, bring that towel with you. Yeah, I don't know. We we definitely we should do a whole um, episode where we've actually looked into the whole R value and all that. That'd be very interesting.
0: Here's Buckley, dude. We, dude, you are late. Backpacking with Buckley, you are Buckley. late, bro. We were just been... taught, We were talking about you, and you're not I'm even talking... here. I talked about him the whole episode, man. I know. He shows up late. He's probably gonna play. Probably gonna blame time zones.
1: Yeah, or just arriving back home could be too. He probably just got off work. So no, he was on that trip, man. He had to drive. Oh, that's he true. He probably just probably just pulled in the driveway. He's like, well, I'm done driving, so now
0: I guess I can start this stream. <laughs> I just, got, I just home. got home. Oh man. <laughs> okay, Buckley. We were talking about this earlier, brother. How long was that drive? Give us the hours. We were trying to guess. I'm going to say like almost twenty, if not more. Let's see. We're going to hey. wait. Will he answer? Maybe he's already off here. Just he just like these guys are a mess.
1: Can can I make a an official statement on the R value? Yes. It, it could all be a lie. I might have no idea what I'm talking about. Backpacking with Buckley, fifteen hours.
0: Is that what you said? I said fifteen. That's correct, man. show. Wow. well you're a math teacher. That's an unfair what? advantage. To remembering that he said it's fifteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> you work in numbers, dude. It's just unfair. <laughs> Apparently just Enlightened Equipment has a here. chart on how to layer quilts. So might have to check oh, that yeah. out. I watch I think I watched um Devin do a video on this, if I remember right, backcountry exposure, because he knows a lot about that kind of stuff. Devin's one of the smartest human beings on the face of the planet, I think. Yeah, he's right up there with Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the Elon Musk of backpacking gear. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey there he is.
1: Something I forgot. Last week I wanted to talk about this. And look, backpacking with Buckley, worth it. Kentucky isn't so bad after all. No way, dude. Bro, it's awesome. I definitely would have uh would have flown in though.
0: Not gonna lie. Yeah. We gotta so, go we gotta go meet up with him in North Dakota. Oh, for sure, man. We got we gotta, we gotta really make that fun. happen at some point.
1: So here's what I wanted to talk about, and we didn't get to talk to Greer about it because I completely forgot. So through hikers use what's formerly known as gut hook. Yes. Why? Why did they change the name, and was it a good decision? Well, you heard where the name came from, right? And why are we entitled to this opinion?
0: Yeah, y- you heard where the name came from, right? No, the, I didn't hear where the name came from. I'm pretty sure, like, the guy who created the program, that was his trail name. Far Out? No, Gut Hooks. Like, his name was Gut Hook. So, it was Gut Hooks Guide. You get what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. And so now it's not just him doing it, it's a bunch of people doing it. And so, I think they changed it because it has something to do with that. I'm pretty sure that's what they said.
1: I feel like this is pretty divisive in the backpacking world,
0: but probably most people don't care. I don't if know. It's, if this is divisive, everybody's got way too much time on their hands. <laughs> that's all so I'm saying. That's all from, I'm saying. I don't care what a name is, but that's just funny. Like If people get that upset over that, uh, you all got you got to chill out. You're, you're getting too, up, too upset too easy. So I want to know,
1: is it good for marketing? That's where my head goes, is if you have an established
0: brand – Like, um, unless you want to take it in a different direction, this is the best thing I've seen. Name change equals keeping someone employed. Whatever. (laughs) I don't know what that. What does that mean? It means who cares? People are still employed. That's all that matters. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, but I still, I still think it's interesting that they changed it because it, they had, like I'm a customer of theirs. I used it on the Long Trail, and if I go to the AT then oftentimes I'll download that section you know because it has everything you need whenever you go to uh like a any type of long trip it's got all the water shelters all that stuff yeah i just don't know why they changed it if they already had an established brand but there's got to be a reason behind it they wouldn't just be like oh you know uh let's just let's just change it
0: I just think it's funny that everybody's that upset about it. I just think it's – it's okay, so this is me. I'm that guy that likes to watch people, Uh-huh. and, like, especially when people get all freaked out about something because typically it's over something as minor as, like, this, where it really doesn't matter. And, like, everybody gets upset, and they get so mad, and then I just want to look at them and go, so can I ask a question, like – does this change your life drastically? Like, are you going to lose pay? Like, is your house going to burn down because the name was changed from gut Hook to far-out? I'm probably taking a bunch of people off, but that's kind of – I'm good at that, so. No, but that's that's not the point.
1: That's why I'm – I don't know what the
0: point is, like why everybody's upset about it.
1: Yeah, I don't don't know why everybody's upset about it, but I do think that – well, first, I don't even know if everybody's upset about it. I don't know. I'm just pointing out – There's a lot of people that, that don't like it. Well, probably. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what the name is. I just think that it is, it's interesting, and I don't know if it's good or bad when it comes to marketing, because you would think there's two reasons to make that app. Reason number one, you want to help people realize their dream of through hiking a trail. Reason number two, you want to bring the community together. Reason number three, you want to be employed. Okay. Yes. So, like... I don't know what the ranking order of those is, but being employed, like if you're going to lose money over a certain period of time, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I have an established brand, like Hilltop Packs, yeah, right, they they wouldn't change their name to something else if they have an established. Well, brand. I heard
0: I heard Gut Hooks was going to change their name to Meta, but it was taken. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I got so, a better question than this Gut Hooks thing. I got a much better. Yeah, question. go ahead. Where's Jeremiah's merch? That's a much better uh, question that we need to be asking right now. So,
1: I, I met um, Andy at Metro on the move, if I remember right. Still felt terrible. I hadn't seen his channel, and he was there. He's a nice guy from what it seems. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he seems like I'm texting back and forth with him. He, he's a super cool guy. I got to hang out with him all weekend. Got to talk to him a lot. And he gave me a sticker, which I thought was super cool. It it had like um it's not really holographic, but you know how like you get that kind of rainbowish tint whenever you tilt back and forth on some stickers? His was like that, and I was like, that was that is super cool. I wish I had thought of that because I would definitely uh consider that as a sticker avenue. So you're gonna do it? Well, I'm not gonna steal his idea, but I think that it's a super
0: cool idea. Okay, here you go. Buckley's saying, Metro has awesome stickers, and the site is Sticker Mule. So, everybody who's watching tonight or listening on the podcast later in the audio-only version, uh, send Jeremiah an email with a link to Sticker Mule. And make sure that he gets these so much that he has to make these stickers. Canada wants the merch, dude. That's all I'm saying. Canada wants the merch. It's right there. Todd Stewart says it. Canada wants the merch.
1: Here's what I'm thinking about doing, man. Okay, let's hear it. I... So we bought this house, right? And I have these YouTube videos and these trips. And it's fall. It's just a super, super busy time of the year. And then you also got to balance in your sports, right? Football season and basketball season right now. So I'm thinking January, not do any videos and only focus on the stuff that you're talking about. So that is anything from like merch to... The potentials of who you're looking at working with in the upcoming year, when you're talking about sponsors on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, anything to do with the quote-unquote business aspect of kind of what we do. Okay, and that that would be a good opportunity for me to actually like sit down and look through and see how reputable is this company, which I know that there's a lot of great. Like Amazon does t shirts. Like you can have them to print your t shirts. All, it's, it's, all I
0: know is that according to Chris Ocone, Sticker Mule is easy to use. So, sticker, I can get a sample of the product and see is this going
1: to be a good sticker? Is this going to be a good t shirt go. or there whatever?
0: And then Carlson Adventures says your new logo should be cookies around a campfire. Oh, yes. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. That'd be fun. Brian was on that trip. He, and, he ate some of those cookies. And honestly, we probably need to start making some backpacking podcast merch in all seriousness, so that should probably should happen at some point.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm game any time. That would be uh, a good opportunity yeah. to kind of kill two birds with one there, stone.
0: There you go. This is a great question here. First live stream, long-time listener. What favorite piece of gear would you still carry if it weighed three times as much, and what gear do you hate so much you wouldn't carry it if it was weightless? Oh, wow. I know what I'd carry if it was three times as much, because even if it was three times as much, it wouldn't be heavy. It'd be my stove.
1: Oh, that's a good answer,
0: but I feel like that's a cop-out. If it is, i I'm not going without a stove. And I, Dude, okay, so I did alcohol stoves for about a year, right? Uh-huh. And didn't touch, I, I mean, maybe once or twice used a, a canister stove. And then I found this new stove I'm using. Well, it's not new. I think it's been around for a few years, but it's a Crux stove. Uh-huh. It barely makes a noise when you use it. Yeah, a lot of people complain about the sound of the stove. Yeah, well this one doesn't make any like very little noise. And it's awesome. It is an awesome stove. I'll have to talk about it another time. And then what gear did you hate so much you wouldn't carry it if it was weightless? Man, that is a t- let me answer the heavier one. Yeah, you can't why it. you think about that. Go ahead.
1: So I've got a different chair that I've been taking. And it is the Helinox Sunset chair. It's got a full back on it and a headrest. And it literally weighs three times as much as the chair I was taking before. And you know what? I've taken it on the past three trips. I probably wouldn't take it like if it's going to be a lot of miles, but we didn't do a whole lot. So I'm going to say the chair, at least some form of chair, you know, got to have it unless I'm doing a solo and I got my hammock, then I can just sit in my hammock. You know, I'm not, crowded around
0: a campfire talking to other people. That's not a bad choice. That I've seen that chair, man. That chair's nice. So w- what that what do you nice. think
1: you – what do you absolutely hate so much that even if it was weightless? Dude, that Fly Creek, care.
0: I hated that tent, man. <laughs> I hated that tent. Like, so much I hated that tent. So I, I would say that that would be my piece of gear. Like, I've – ever since – it's still sitting over here. Like, it's packed up. I mean, it's there. If anybody wants to borrow it, when I go on a trip, they can borrow it. But I'm not using it.
1: Man, I don't know. I look around behind me and see.
0: Mm. Okay, I've got another one, too. I've got another one, too, that it might be kind of – some people may not like that I don't like this one because it was kind of like the, the thing that everybody was using for a while. I didn't like the Aegis Max sleeping bag. The
1: green no, I one? still, I still like it. I use it in the summertime.
0: It's too, it's too narrow in the footbox, man.
1: Yeah, there's definitely room for improvement. But when I bought it, it was like eighty bucks. Yeah,
0: I bought it for eighty bucks, but I was yeah, like, now, I just didn't like it. I only used it, I used it in a tent a few times, and it was okay. Uh-huh. I will never use it in. A, I tried it one time in a hammock. I'll never do that again. That was miserable. I, I won't do it again. i will still using the hammock. I haven't had a problem with it, but. Yeah, I
1: don't know. You working with those cow cow calves, dude? I that don't have calves. I have
0: cows. That's for
1: sure. You, that could play a role in
0: the whole my, comfort thing. My calves are the size of most people's thighs. Like, <laughs> it's just reality. Yes, yes, Buckley. It is the Optimus Crux. I love that stove, man. It's awesome. Yeah, man. I don't think that I have one. I never
1: really have had a piece of backpacking gear that I absolutely hate.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. Here's a question for you personally, Jeremiah. Okay. Why did you ask everybody to now kick the button at the end of your videos? Ah. Uh, what was the What was the thinking in asking everybody to do that? I think. I think
1: what happened was, you know, when you first start YouTube and you like watch videos of like, pretty much how to do a YouTube channel. Like you start and you like, you think there's not anything to it. You just literally video yourself and then upload. Yeah. But then when you actually get into it, there's like a lot of stuff (laughs) like making thumbnails and descriptions and how to edit and all that. Mm -hmm. So I think that I was watching a channel and it was like, you know, you can do a call to action on, um, ringing the bell or whatever and then somebody was like you know i commented on my comment or something like that and they're like just do something that is unique like maybe kick the button or something like that and i was like that's a really good idea i'm gonna do that and so on some videos i just started doing it and then i was like well if difference better than better why not keep doing it
0: there you go and then you started putting like text under your foot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's an like, Easter egg. I've never said that out loud. I've I've seen it. I've never actually stopped the video to see what it says, but yeah. I've noticed like I'll see little white letters, and it, it's so fast, it's like you can't. I, I've never known what it says. Are you, you going to tell us tonight, or do we have to all go do the homework and go look it up? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. I, oh, I, I've no never way. even mentioned it that that I do it. Yeah, I noticed it a couple of times. I was like, what is that? What was that? And I've just. <laughs> No, I didn't care enough to go check. So that tells you how much of an impact it had on me. But I still, I saw you did it. So that's okay. Miyagi, he checked. He commented on one. Did he? And I was like, oh, you got it, man. Sometimes it's fun to throw a little stuff in and see if people catch it. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott Kosky said, or Scott Kasky said, bourbon balls and cookies as merch. Oh, I could get down for some of that. And then we got another idea. Um, How about a podcast coffee mug?
1: Maybe. I feel like coffee mugs are so... I just have way too many coffee mugs, don't you? Yeah, but I don't, I'm not going to drink out of it. I just feel like the last thing that I would need is another coffee mug. Yeah, and then maybe I project, other
0: people would want a coffee mug.
1: Yeah, but I project my feelings onto
0: others. Well, you got to quit doing that, man. You're weird. <laughs> 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 oh, let's see. He says, uh, I thought you would have said your camp chair. If my camp chair was... Five pounds, six pounds. I'm not bringing that with me. I no. I, I that's too heavy for me. I'm not Jeremiah on that one. I would just sit on the ground.
1: You you uh, think that um, you think that we should wrap up the video with a, a poop question? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you think we should wrap up today's podcast with it? We made it to an hour and one minute into the podcast before we talked about poop. How about hey, that? Hey, that's longer than the podcast. That is. That's longer than we normally have a podcast. That's true. That's true. Um, I didn't poop this weekend at the trip. I did when um, I got home. I won did the game. You poop in the woods? I won the game.
1: Man, I won the game too. Let me tell you what happened with my poop.
0: <laughs> okay? Martin, are we overdue for a poop question? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so... That's great. That's what several people are saying. So on the trip, I didn't bring the poop hammock, and I was thinking ahead. I was like, you know, I'm going to try to be strategic here. I was like, if I play my cards right, I know that we're going here day one and then somewhere else day two, and I know that we're going to pass a gas station on the way. So at that gas station, I stopped, and I went in, After spending all morning in the cold, and I sat down on that toilet seat, and I could have sworn it was heated. Could have sworn a crisp 98.6-degree seat, and it was wonderful, man. Well, I'm happy for you, dude. I'm happy for you. It was a little bit sketch, because the day before, I had stopped at the same gas station and bought some baby wipes, and then I took those into the woods with me just in case. You know, like in a Ziploc bag. Then I took in the whole package of baby wipes with me to the gas station. And then on my way out, you know, after I'd done my business and everything, I grabbed, uh, I don't know, I was buying something, like another water or something. And then I was like, just this. And then I could see the cashier out of the corner of their eye. They just kept looking at those baby wipes. And, you know, it's the same. It's the exact, literally, the baby wipes I bought the day before. And it's the only ones they carry. You know, it's like very distinct. Like rainbow, different rainbow colors of Mickey Mouse-shaped heads (laughs) all over it with the plastic lid. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know what she had to be thinking. Oh, man. She's like, this guy's stealing those baby wipes. He's got to (laughs) be. He's bringing them up here. He's ringing out for this other thing, and he's not paying for the baby wipes. And they're like $5 at a gas station for a little thing of them. But you know what? I didn't say a word. I paid for my other thing, got the receipt, and walked out.
0: There we go, there we go. Poop, poop. We said it. It came out. Uh, Ruben, just letting you know, I love the Grail GeoPress. I really have you, have you seen Have you seen these before, Jeremiah? No. Is that a a coffee thing? No, it's a water. It's like a water filter, but it's it's not a water filter. It's it's they call it a water purifier because it actually like what? kills bacteria and all kinds of stuff. It, it's it's like a I don't know. I got one. I someone gave me a fifty dollar uh, REI card. And so I use that to get one of those because they're really expensive. But, man, the water's good out of that. Like Literally, you take this cup. I wish I had it. It's in my truck right now, but um, I haven't even unloaded my truck yet. That's how how quickly we were on this after I got back from my trip. You get 48 uh, hours. Yeah, I'll get it done later. But uh, you got this cup. You fill it with water. Then you've got another one that fits into it that's got a filter on the bottom. And you Mm -hmm. press it down, and that pushes the water through the filter. And uh dude, it's the best tasting water. I take it with me everywhere. I use it all the time. I don't just use it for backpacking. I use it all the time., how heavy is this? It's heavy. yeah, it's heavy, huh. but it's I mean, it's the best tasting water I've ever had. The only reason I didn't use it this weekend is because uh John from New York he brought a one gallon water bag and just did water for everybody. so I didn't even have to bring water like I just brought a bottle.
1: Wow, that so, is the way to go, man. Just dude, have somebody
0: else bring all the water. He brought the food. He brought the water. He's the one that brought the uh, the rotisserie. I mean, he's my hero now. I'm just telling you. Apparently, you are the Bruce Lee of Kentucky backpacking. Kick that bill. That's right, kick it. How about autographed poop hammocks for your merch? Man, I
1: could do that, but... I'm pretty sure they'd lose value after I wrote on it.
0: I w I have want my poop payment written on. Somebody said it's it'll be worth more if it's been used and signed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is great. Man, there's so many comments. We're not gonna get to all of these, are we? No. Oh man. Probably not. I have to go finish this YouTube video. I gotta publish it tomorrow. Okay, I need to answer this question. What happened to John's beard? Did it shrink in the cold weather? Okay. It did. It shrank in the cold weather. I am so mad. So I went and got my hair cut, like, on Thursday, and I told the guy just trim the sides up a little bit up here. He went all the way down and trimmed it, and then there was this big bushy thing hanging off the end, and it looked stupid. And so I ended up having to trim off the bottom so it matched everything else that he cut. I was so mad. Like, I ended up cutting, like, an inch and a half off my beard. That's three months' worth of growth. I know, bro. Like, that's no good. But that's what happened. I was not happy. So, I'm glad I'm glad somebody actually cares enough about my beard that they, they check on me. That was nice of you. Thank you, Pizza Ninja. Yeah. The beard, bro. The beard gains. All you got to do is not shave. I know. I know. Well, the thing is that you get a haircut, right? Do they trim this part for you up here to kind of make it so you don't just have, like, weird... Bushy stuff hanging off your hair. I tell them. I try to be explicit,
1: and I I don't want to. I try as hard as I can not to go to a different haircutting place. I have I have a guy. Same here. Same same guy. And if when I had to go to another place, I'm like, Look, here's a picture of what I want, and then on the beard, don't bring any, don't take any length off. I only want you to make me a little less Amish. Just I a, said just that. I said
0: that. I like almost verbatim. I said that. And he still like trimmed it down, then left this thing hanging off the end. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Why
1: are why? I don't know. What's this guy's name? Let's out him. Nah, no, I'm use not going to do that. He, he's, a really kidding, nice, no. he's, he's a really nice. He's a really nice guy
0: from Kosovo. I would have cut you off if you had said it. No, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it. you do it. I wouldn't do that. Hey, all things outdoors in here. What's up, dude? Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy's. In I here. used just. I used his polar jammer like so the whole I. weekend. So did I. Yeah. It's I'm my gonna, pillow, dude. I, I use that as my pillow in my hammock. Oh, that's a good size for a pillow. It's perfect in a hammock, man. I love that thing.
1: Jeremy, All Things Outdoors, he makes these things called the Polar Jammer. And you can check them out on his Etsy. It, it, Jeremy, if you want, you can comment on there, and I'll I'll tell everybody where to go check it out. But you go on there, and uh, you can get his Polar Jammer and also help support a great cause. He uh, He's doing it as a fundraiser, too. Yep. And... Basically, it's if you imagine the backpacking version of a quarterback's hand warmer.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great way to describe that. Yeah. See, and the thing is, if you get a couple of them, because they're not very heavy, they're only a few ounces. Yeah. But if you had a couple of them, you could hang one like on a hammock. You could hang it on the ridgeline and keep your water in it in freezing weather. And and your batteries. Yeah, and your batteries, you know. I mean, there's so many uses for those things. Oh, Yeah. It's good stuff, man. (laughs) The pizza ninja. Does he make a hiking Snuggie, too? Now, that would be awesome. You never know. Now that you've mentioned it, he might start making those. Just saying. Jeremy's a very uh, ingenuitive guy.
1: Yeah, Ben, the Polar Jammer is pretty awesome. Go get one.
0: Yep. Yeah, Ben
1: knows. Thanks, dude. Etsy is ATOD16. The numbers one six A T O D one six. They're seven bucks.
0: That's all they cost.
1: I can't believe that. If that wow. is accurate, wow,
0: that's a best deal on the freaking planet. If you guys don't buy one of those, I mean, come I, on, seven. I probably
1: I probably charge thirty dollars for that. Yeah. If you ask me, you'd be like, "How much would you pay for this?" I'd be like, "Ah, probably thirty. Thirty-five is probably a little steep, but
0: yeah, that's a heck so of a deal, 30, man. 40. Y'all need to get out there and get one of those." Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Those things are awesome. Well, Jeremiah, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up, and uh, I gotta unpack. Like half of my gear isn't back here right now because it's still in my backpack in my truck. So, dude, I got. Oh,
1: he's saying they're they're twenty nine dollars. Seven dollars from each goes to feeding family. Oh, uh, okay, Sorry, okay. So yeah, th- okay,
0: that makes way more sense. Yeah, twenty nine bucks. That is a totally understandable price. Actually, that. I still think I you go 35 it. 40 bucks. I nailed it, bro. I said I would pay thirty dollars.
1: That is accurately priced, Jeremy. That is a good job. You should up it by one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and then send that to Jeremiah's buy merch fund. Send me. I get one dollar out of every purchase and I'm gonna donate that to feeding families.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, we're gonna get off of here and uh Jeremiah. Have yourself a wonderful evening, man. Hey, man. God bless. We'll talk to you all later. Have a good one. We'll catch you in the next go-round. Adios, folks.